Hi, Keith here with the TV episode of Movies and a Meal. In this week, I'm taking a look at the Bridgerton prequel, Queen Charlotte, new to Netflix. If you tune in for Queen Charlotte, and if you're a fan of the show, you definitely should, just brace yourself. It's delightfully, entirely, and pretty perfectly different from anything that came before it in the first two seasons. The first two Bridgerton seasons were perfectly frothy escapism, the first season much better than the second. As fans know, among its many charms, it introduced the world reggae Jean Page as the Duke in a tale as steamy as it was simply fun. It was entirely a sexy comedy of manners full of happy endings, and fans of the book series and tons of new ones were thrilled. So the big question that comes with this prequel is what will happen instead when you focus on Queen Charlotte, who in the world of Bridgerton in present day rules over the town with an almost impish imperiousness as she controls the love lives of the striving young women in her realm. In this prequel, however, we find out how young Charlotte, at 17 years old, came from Germany to be married to King George. He, of course, of the titular madness of King George, which by nature has a much more complicated ending than the ones Bridgerton normally seeks to deliver. However, the great news is that as Bridgerton returns more serious with Queen Charlotte, it's all the better for it, almost entirely due to creator Shonda Rhimes, who I believe took over all the writing duties for this six-episode installment. Instead of the usual social season filled with balls and courtship rituals, we meet young Charlotte just as she's beginning the journey to England to meet her future husband. And it certainly helps that she's played by India Amartya Fio, who brings to the role the perfect mix of beauty, naivete, and growing defiance about the preposterousness, excuse me, of her new role. It's easy to see as this series smartly jumps from that past to the adult Charlotte, played with the usual brilliance by Golda Rocheval, how Charlotte developed into the role she fills in the realm of the Tan. And it's from this jumping back and forth in time that Queen Charlotte gets much of its energy, as we're also introduced to the backstories of Lady Danbury and Violet Bridgerton, and find out that for them, life was not always as rosy as we thought. In particular, Arsima Thomas is excellent as an embattled and trapped young Lady Danbury, and some scenes of her marriage can indeed be very difficult to watch. But that's all a part of what makes this Bridgerton prequel both standalone and stand out. While the first two seasons only hinted at King George's mental illness, Rhymes takes it on directly here, aided in full by the performance of Corey Milchrist as George. It can be agonizing to watch George as he searches for solutions that will make him worthy in his own mind to be married to Charlotte, but it's all done with such beauty and thought that you'll be thoroughly absorbed. In short, Queen Charlotte does loneliness and loss beautifully, and I won't give it a rating since I've only seen four of six episodes. Know that if you're a Bridgerton fan, you'll enjoy this different kind of tale for sure. And so that's it for this week. As always, you can find us at moviesandameal.og at gmail.com and moviesandameal on Twitter, and please do give us a listen on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. And as always, thanks for listening.